Welcome to the Life and Times podcast with your host Lloyd Phillips. This is a podcast that's put on for the people, by the people, of the people. I, to be honest, I think I'm the only people. It's all. It's really just going to be me, probably, and uh, occasionally maybe some other people, but. Welcome back to the Life and Times podcast. I'm your host, Lloyd Phillips. And, uh, you know, we'll get to our episode right after a word from our sponsors. Boxing Bear Print Company. You can reach them at BoxingBear.com. Boxing Bear is an independent art studio and print company located in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Since 2011, the studio has stocked alternative art prints and paintings for its loyal customers and friends. And right now, if you subscribe to their mailing list, you can get 20% off. I mean, I'd go hit them up. As a matter of fact, these guys made my infamous podcast logo, which I'm still very much appreciative of. So go check them out at boxingbear.com. Our next sponsor is The Cookie Barn. You can reach them at thecookiebarnwaco.com. So they're an online cookie company, and they have a pickup location, and they'll deliver locally in the Waco, Texas area, but they also ship nationwide. So you can order for birthdays, anniversaries, reunions, showers, or just really any occasion, uh, or just enjoy them yourself. So they specialize in company and client relations, and they have discount pricing. So let your clients know and your customers know that you're thinking about them, and you appreciate their business. Also, with every purchase, you'll be satisfied knowing that you're supporting an amazing nonprofit organization and they help foster and adoptive families. So a portion of every purchase goes towards e1a.org. Encourage one another, thecookiebarnwaco.com. Welcome back to the Life and Times podcast. I'm your host, Lloyd. Lloyd Phillips, Lloyd Phillips, doing it great every day, every day. Um, Listen, I hope you guys are having a... A fantastic uh, week. I hope your week's going to be fantastic, as I should say. And, uh, you know, I, I assume mine will. This this past week, man, these last couple weeks, which, you know, if you listen to the show, it's just full of memories. You see people went back home. There's a wedding uh, that I attended, um, uh, which was awesome. I mean, there's really nothing to go into it but to, to tell about it, but I guess since I started. A long time ago, I thought it was Zales. Uh, Zales is a jewelry company. If if you're not familiar, um, I think Zales is all over the country, but, uh, but when I was a kid around the Tulsa area, uh, you'd see these commercials. I think it was Zales. If it wasn't, it was some other K every kiss begins with K wasn't Jared. They didn't exist back then, but there, the commercial was if it rained on your wedding day, you, th- they paid for the ring. So I don't know how far in advance. There, I mean, there was obviously some stipulation. Uh, uh, it's not like um, 
you you watch Travis Meyer weather forecast and you're like, oh, it's supposed to rain all next week, and then you you know you go by the rain and try to get married next week. I don't think it works like that. But you know, months out, whatever the deal was, I'm sure some people know. But that was the thing. If it rained on your wedding day, they paid for the ring. Well, I attended a wedding, and by the way, um, it was the yeah. The last wedding I DJed is is very it's very close, but this I think this one was probably the prettiest wedding I've been to. Um, the amount of effort uh, that was given at this wedding, of course, uh, was a lot. But you know, pretty much the last wedding where they built a whole pavilion just for the wedding. I mean, that's got that's that takes the cake for the effort. But this this wedding I just attended, probably the most beautiful wedding ever. Just the backdrop, the scenery, the weather was nice because it's summer. You expect it to be like 118 degrees, uh, but it rained. Um, so it like cooled it off, but it wasn't like muggy. It was evening time and it was fine. I just gave you that whole build up. You could have got the ring for free. I think you guys blew that. Should have went to Zales. I don't know where they went. Maybe they went to Zales. Maybe that's a deal. They're still cutting. Anyway, uh, that, that was a fine thing, but it's funny because it was at this wedding venue. And so like when you're pulling up to the wedding venue, um, now I don't know if you know, I I'm a, I'm a right on time guy. If you ask people about me, they're going to say that I'm late. I'm not late. I get there right on time. That's when I get there. You tell me to get there at eight. I'm getting there at eight. That's that's what it is. You tell me the wedding starts. <laughs> now I realize the absurdity of what I'm about to tell you. If you tell me the wedding starts at six, I'm going to be there at six. All right. That's 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 how I roll. Now, in my own defense, I was there at about five fifty-seven. So I pull in the gates of, and it's a, like a long driveway to get to, on top of the hill that overlooks the lake, and you got the sunset in the background. It's really genius whoever set this thing up. But, but as I'm pulling up to to my friend's wedding, my friends that I consider family, like I'm 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 going to the wedding, and a, a random lady I don't know rolls her window down. She's sitting in her car and holds me up with her hand. Now listen, this thing starts in three minutes. I don't got time to talk, and she's like, uh, "Hang on just a second. I'm like. Uh, okay, you know, because I don't know who she is. And she's like, and then she gets on her phone as I'm still sitting here waiting. Like, I could have already been up there. And uh, anyway, so she's like, uh, hey, there's one more car. Should we let him through? Now, <laughs> I don't know who this lady was, but what makes me laugh is that what she doesn't know is if she were to tell me, sorry, you can't go up, I was going up anyway. Like, the, I don't. <laughs> This is what makes me laugh about this deal that she was trying to play authoritarian. My friends are getting married on top of that hill right there. Right, right. Well, my friend's daughter. I guess we're friends too. Uh, my friends are getting married on top of this hill. I'm here. I just drove 40 minutes. I'm going to the top of that hill. Like that's going to happen. So she's like, hold me up. It's like three minutes. I could have already been there. I could have been set down. I could have been seated. Anyway, she finally gets permission from whoever, and she's like, okay, it is okay to drive up. And I'm like, okay, yeah, thanks, because whatever, man, I was going to do it anyway. But So I drove up, and I, and I pull up. Now, this the, I, can't, I can't describe. I, it's going to take too long to describe the scenery, but the parking lot is pretty close to the building, so when I pull in, um, all the bridesmaids are staring at me, and a couple of them are like, Hey, hurry up, Lloyd. We're waiting on you. <laughs> so I'm like, hang on, man. And they're, and they're like, run up there. I'm like, I'm not running. I'm chubby. I'm not, I'm not jogging. We can see each other. I can see, I can see where she's getting married. I can see where you guys are standing. I'm not running. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm walking fast. I'm, fa I'm, I'm race walking. So, uh, 
you know, and, and then as I get closer, her mom, the the one getting married, her mom um, is like, uh, by the way, who's my friend my whole life, um, she, same grade, uh, I grew up with her, I've known her since I was four years old. She's like, Lloyd, you'd be late to your own funeral. I'm like, no, I wouldn't. I'm on time. Crazy lady down there tried to hold me up, which is stupid that she held me up because I was going to come up anyway. And uh, so I'm like standing there. And and then, uh, you know, my friend, the the bride's dad, he's like, he's like, hurry up, man. Are you always late? And he's yelling at me. That's fine. They literally held the wedding up. Uh, for me, which is which is maybe embarrassing to say out loud. Now, look, they, they wouldn't have held it up till six thirty, right? I mean, they weren't going to do that. But you know, it was uh, at that time. Thanks to the lady at the gate, you look. You can talk about me all you want. You can talk about if you had left earlier, had you planned better. Look, man, I was working. We're trying to sell a house here. I was like doing house stuff. Uh, I still made it on time. It's the lady down below. You guys wouldn't even know any different. I've been in my seat and all that. Anyway, so I make it. Oh, they were eventually like, okay, Lloyd, you got to sit down because we can't start to sit down. That's, that's how it went. Well, I, I sat down randomly, uh, at this spot in the back, uh, just to summarize the rest of the evening was beautiful. The wedding was beautiful. Uh, the only other, other thing that was unique to this wedding, the, you know how, when people get married, they do that slow walk. Like you don't even know how to walk. It's like, you don't, uh, it's like that Will Ferrell movie where he doesn't know what to do with his hands. Uh, like in those weddings where people are walking slow and they're like, do I take one step at a time? Like one step, bring my other leg up one step, bring my other leg up, you know, not, not alternating legs. You know, that one step at a time where it takes five minutes to walk up the aisle. Here's the one thing about this wedding that, that was actually a thing. That thing, uh, <laughs> it was very unique. And I noticed it really quick when the bridesmaids walked in. Now it was raining too. Now it did start raining <laughs> as they were about to make the grand entrance was kind of funny itself because I'm like, it's raining like right now, but it felt nice. The air smelled nice. Uh, the background, uh, you know, it was awesome. They walked 27 miles an hour, uh, to get up to the, bri- you know, the, the bridesmaids as fast as they could walk race, walk to the front groomsmen come in race, walk to the front. Everybody was walking fast. I mean, even the bride herself, she, she didn't, you know, they paused for a second where they opened the back doors and, and then everybody had their ooh moment or whatever. Ooh, all moment. Uh, she like race walked to this deal, like right up to the front. Let's get this thing started. Um, so anyway, that, that, that was unique. I don't know. Uh, why, why did I even start with that? Look, I, I wasn't even going to tell you that story. I don't even know how that happened, but it did. I was, I was really going to tell you about Las Vegas. I was at, uh, was at my other friend's house and I don't know what, what led to it. Oh yeah. Uh, because we're going to Las Vegas, uh, with some of our friends, I don't know, in January, I think, I think maybe January we're going, if I'm not mistaken. And, um, my wife was saying this out loud in front of some friends that we had been to Las Vegas with previous. And I don't know if you've ever been to Las Vegas and, you know, a lot of people have been to Las Vegas, lots and lots and millions. I said lots and lots, millions and millions of people all over the world. That's where they, a lot of people go there. It's, um, you know, it's like a, a unique city. If you haven't been, it's unique, but I'm not telling you anything you don't know. Every person knows what's at Las Vegas. Uh, entertainment, 
I mean, whatever that means, it's all over the board. I mean, you can go to Fremont Street. That's free entertainment, by the way. If you haven't been, you go to Fremont Street and just uh, walk around and stare. And it's just uh, amazing what people wear, uh, what kind of talents they're trying to show you that they have. Uh, I didn't know the game. Like, I, for, I, I was on Fremont Street the first time. There's this guy dressed like Pee Wee Herman. And uh, I'd already seen some street performers that were dancing inside a square, some very interesting dances. Uh, but this guy like Pee Wee Herman. I don't know, you know. And, so I like took a picture and he held his hand up, but I didn't get it. So I tried to take another picture and he held his hand up. I think it was like the third picture I took until I, I still didn't get it. My friend's like, he's not going to let you take his picture. He wants you to pay him to take a picture with him because he looks like Pee Wee Herman. I'm like, uh, yeah. And it's like everybody, everybody's like got a little side hustle for money down there. You can also zip line Fremont street, which I've, which I've done anyway. I mean, there's that there's everything there everything in the world but i don't know if you have you ever been caught up um in hotels hold up let me just tell the story as it actually happened so i go there and we're we're staying at the the bellagio the venetian we're staying at the venetian uh the venetian's a, a you know it's a fine hotel is it the fanciest one in vegas i don't know maybe at one point it was but um so that's where we're staying well, we were there five days, and uh, we have since retired from this from this life, hundred percent. But we used to go to the casino often. Um, which, if you've listened to this podcast before, I've said numerous times: if you ever want to feel good about yourself, just show up at any casino, uh, probably anywhere in the country. Show up at a casino on like a Tuesday night at like midnight, so that technically Wednesday morning, one a.m. Look around. Uh, and just stare and be like, you know, maybe I don't have things so bad, right? That's 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 how you'll feel um, about it. So, side point is, is, we used to go to the casinos uh, often, more than we should, to be honest. Well, because of that, uh, a local casino in the area that we live in is like, hey, you, we got rooms paid for for Vegas if you guys want to go. So we're with our friends. So we go stay at the Venetian, and then. Um, we're like, hey, we'll stay at the Venetian a couple days, and then the other days, we're going to stay at Harrah's. Uh, the rooms are free, uh, and everything's comped. Right? That sounds great, in theory, to say out loud. <laughs> so, <clears throat> by the way, in the Venetian room, the room in the Venetian we had, uh, it overlooked the strip. Uh, I mean, it was awesome. The suites, the suites were, I, I don't know, they're very large, very large suites. Um uh, two or three TVs, four TVs in the room. It was just a, it's a fine place, right, to, to stay. And we said, hey, guys, we're going to Harris. It's only a couple doors down. Everything's comped. Like like we're Mr. Vegas walking into Harris. Now, if you, now I'm going to educate you if, if you haven't went to Las Vegas. Not all, casi- not, not all casinos slash hotels um, – are equal. They're not even close. And if you've been on the strip for a long time, i.e. Harrah's, if you've been uh, on the strip for a long time, your place is a little older. Uh, they don't give quite the same effort as the new ones. Um, it's, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's like, um, it'd be like going the difference between a Galleria Mall 
walking in a Galleria mall in some large city. I know malls are outdated, but you know, use your mind if you're young. I'd be walking in an elaborate Galleria mall and then uh, uh, and then leaving there to go shopping at the local swap meet. Right? That's the, that's the difference between the two. So we walk in. You know, we're like, yeah, we're here for the comps. We got the comp room. That's us, guys. Send us to our free room. We're big-time players back home. You know, whatever. <laughs> However we were talking. So we get our key. I, you know, I'm already see downstairs. It looks different, of course. Not the first, uh, first time I've ever been in that building, but it's the first time I've ever been there to stay there. So we get the key, go to the room. Um, the room is the size... Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to describe it. The room is the size of a small bedroom in your house it's what it seems like just enough to put two beds in there not even a king size bed two beds and our view we were on like floor two or three our view was of the the roof of the hotel but not of the roof because we weren't on the roof like there was no view the view was of stucco literally stuck a stucco wall five foot outside of our window where people walked, um, where the air conditioning units were. Like, I'm looking at an air conditioning unit. You cannot see a strip, a road, a person, zero. That's the view. That This is this is the free comp. And now I'm, I'm probably getting way long-winded because I really just want to get to this part. So we're like, oh, yeah, come over. You're going to love it. Uh, <laughs> and I was instantly mad. I was like, instantly, I was like, this is the dumbest thing that we've already done. But, but we did check in, so we're going to roll with it, and it's fine. And we already checked out of the other place. So, so there was that also. Um, so we invite our friends over. Well, now we're trying to decide what we want to do. Now, we'll just fast forward a day or two, whatever it was. And so we're like, okay, hey, let's watch a show. Well, in that hotel. Now, another thing that happens uh, in uh, Las Vegas casinos is there's always somebody trying to get you to do something uh, to get free show tickets. And one of those things are... Um, timeshare condos like oh yeah join our timeshare so we're like okay uh they're free tickets so i tell my friends like hey this thing they said you only got to be there an hour you got to be there one hour and then they give you free tickets and we wanted to go watch this show absinthe and so we're like yeah this is this would be awesome we'll just knock this out in an hour and go okay so uh you know you talk to them for an hour then they put you on a shuttle bus they take you out of the strip area they took us to a Hyatt timeshare. First of all, we're nearing like two hours. We're already mad, but then we walk in and it's the most depressing place. I cannot, I, there's not going to be words that I'll be able to, to give you on this podcast to tell you how depressing it was. We walked into the lobby. Everybody's in there like they just got beat up, staring at the floor with their shoulders slumped forward with their bag in their hands as they from looking at them they've been waiting in this line about 40 minutes and they're like oh here's the check-in and when you <laughs> like let's show you the game room and we go up and there's like two kids and a ping pong table and some board games with a tv uh and everybody's just sadness uh they're like look at our pool out there there's like three people at the pool it's quiet. The place is quiet. It's weird. Nobody's talking. Nobody's smiling in the whole place. And these people aren't even just the people trying to get sold on the condo. These are the people that already signed up to be in the club. There's no way I'm going to be with these people. 
It's the most depressing place I've ever been to. And now somehow we're nearing about like four hours and we're still not in there. And then they drive us away from the facility and then they put us in this room where they're doing the hard sell. And nothing you say to them, nothing you say to them is working. And then they and then they get mad at you because you're telling them no. Hey, you want to join? You want to look? It's only five thousand dollars a year, whatever they're trying to charge you. Uh, yeah, and for five thousand dollars a year, you can come to Las Vegas. You can stay here anytime at our wonderful facility. I'm like, I got to be honest, guys. Your facility sucks, and it's depressing, and I don't want to be here. Can I just get my show ticket, please? Uh, and <laughs> please, so I can get out of here. We want to go watch the show tonight. And they're like hard selling us, and then they're mad at us. Uh, they're kind of yelling at us like they're rude because we say that we don't want it. And now, oh, and by the way, I, I, do they have our keys? How'd that work? Uh, they can't take your keys from you, but what? Uh, you can't get out. You just want to go back to where the hotel's at. You want to get out of there, and they're not letting you. So eventually, like you had to get, you had to get mean. You had to get mad about it. Where I'm, I've, I've eventually had had enough. Where I, I just stood up, I'm like, guys, I'm not buying your stuff. I've had enough of it. Shut your mouth and take me back. I'm not doing this anymore. I don't, I don't, I'm not, I don't want to part. It's the most depressing place I've ever been. This place sucks. I don't like you. Let me go. Now, see how hardcore that was. That's how, that's how I had to talk in order to let them let me out and take me back. It's the, it's unbelievable. Now, I just tell you that whole story to tell you. Remember, I'm there like three days, four, three or four days. I just spent eight hours, eight hours, because they told me it would only be one. I spent eight hours to get a $100 show ticket. (laughs) It was the... Look, was the show awesome? Yes. Was it worth the sacrifice? No. I literally could have walked up to any show ticket sales place and be like, uh, yeah, I need two tickets, please. Here you go. Thank you. And then I could have, I, I would have had my whole day. I, I would have had my whole day to go to my DJ Khaled pool party, which by the way, I went to a DJ Khaled pool party. DJ Khaled. I don't know anything he sings, but that's, I think that's all he says on like a uh, hundred different artist uh, songs. That, that was first of the show. Oh, the win, win, win. I know because football started I'm, I'm, and I'm announcing now. Uh, so this song is the thing. Um, this is, it goes like this. DJ Khaled. All I want to do is win, 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 no matter what. I did something like that. Ah! And they stay there. And they stay there. I don't even know if I like that song. Uh, that's uh, sorry. Sorry for being long. Why did? Why was I long winded, guys? Never, never, never talk to the timeshare people ever, ever in Las Vegas if you haven't been. And to be honest, I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that thinks that. I mean, there are so many other things I would rather do. I would rather punch myself in the midsection as hard as I can nine times in a row than sit down ever again in front of timeshare people. And and, and what's funny is I have been to Las Vegas um, since then. Was it since? I don't remember if I've been since then. Um, but I do remember passing timeshare people who started the pitch because they don't know. They don't know what kind of PTSD I just got from, from them not – allowing me to escape for eight hours the of the most one of the most depressing days i've ever had in my life uh was was that 
It was like, I can't describe it. So the next guy walking through the casino, he's like, hey, have you heard of our time? And, and it's funny, like, how, how it changes, because I'm always a nice guy. Like, I'm always like, hey, how are you? Or, or if you speak to me first, I'm like, oh, I'm doing well. I hope you're good. You know, like, nice guy stuff. Man, when I cross this timeshare guy, he's like, hey, can I introduce you in free show tickets? I'm like, bro, shut your mouth and get away from me. Like, I, I don't want to talk. Get away from me. I... <laughs> Poor that guy. He doesn't know. I got PTSD from your organization. I don't want to go to your timeshare that sucks. Nobody I know wants to go to your timeshare that sucks. I hate timeshares. I don't even know how they work. And I know there's people that have timeshares, and, and they do work, and some people like them. I'm just saying this particular one is probably not the one you, you want to be a part of. But I think timeshares in general. I think it's just really just to take your money uh, so you can, uh, you can't even like pick when you want to go. It's not yours. You're timesharing with like 900 other people. So I don't know if you, you get on a list, if it's like three years out, like I'm going to pay you. I don't know if it's monthly or yearly. I'm making stuff up because I don't remember, but the whole thing's a scam. That's all I remember thinking. Like I'm going to pay you $500 a month for 12 years so I can go to your place twice. So I can swim in the pool that sucks with other people who are depressed. I, it honestly, it was one of the most depressing times of my life. And if you've been there, you know what I'm talking about. Same thing. Same thing. I don't know. I was in Bass Pro Shop like five years ago. And somebody's talked to me about timeshares. Uh, I, now I, I hadn't had the, the PTSD moment yet in my life. So it wasn't quite as strong, but I just remember uh, thinking like, why do people do that? Well, uh, last night it's way off that subject. I, 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 I just worked myself up. <laughs> Just the, just those vivid memories brought back like real fire uh, for a second. So let me let me tone it down. Nah, it's not, I'm not really going to tone it down. Uh, speaking of being fired up, I used to be in this fantasy football league. Now listen, this isn't going to be fantasy. I'm not going to talk about players. I'm not going to talk about the league because I know there's a lot of people that don't care about fantasy. Um, but I, but just the just how it works. So. Somebody will say, hey, I want to start a fantasy league. You know, anybody wants to play. And sometimes they put money in a pot, and whoever wins, wins all the money. Right? That's how it goes. Well, there's this guy. And his day, his, he's, he's not good at fantasy. He's horrible at fantasy. His, his name is Danny Nottingham. Um, and I'm just calling him Nottingham because that's what he changed his name to. Side note, I'm going to tell you the first part of this story. This guy's name was Danny Northington, and his favorite movie was Robin Hood. And so, uh, and he's like, Dad, can I please change my name to Nottingham? He's like, no, son, because our family name is Northington. And he's like, no, but, like, I want to be known as Danny Nottingham. Like, uh, I want to be like Robin Hood one day. And, by the way, Robin Hood was made, I don't know the era, 1600s, 1700s, 1800 whatever it is you know whatever era it is because i think robin hood's over in england i'm not sure what they wore so i can't i can't judge the time period based on their costumes uh in robin hood because i don't they lived in a different time right but whatever it was 1700 so he literally want to change his name to danny nottingham and his dad's like no our name is northington you're not doing it so what did danny do when he grew up he literally changed his last name to danny nottingham that's what he goes by now and i'm sure he wears tights just like men in tights i guarantee he does anyway so he wanted to start this fantasy football league and and then uh we started it um he's the commissioner so like he's in charge like he can change the rules he can alter things he can give and take away points uh and 
And when he wouldn't win, like he would make a new rule so it would make him win. And then um, when he didn't get a player that he wanted and somebody else got them, he would get mad. And it happened like four or five times. So he literally, uh, he literally dissolved the league. Like the league was over. He canceled the whole league. In the middle of the season, like, no, we're not playing anymore. Because he didn't get his way. That's like the biggest baby stuff I've ever heard in my life, and it's unbelievable. And I feel bad for him, and his last name is Nottingham. And so he, he last night, invents a league. My friend's in it. I'm here in the draft. He's mad at my friend because he drafted somebody. He's like, yeah, only because you drafted that guy is why you're – why you had the second best draft because he had the worst draft in the league. And it's, he said, according to him, because uh, uh, one guy drafted one player. Remember, you, there's like 17 people you can put on one roster. And he drafted one player because that one guy drafted that one player. It made him dead last. <clears throat> you, had, you were dead last in the draft uh, because you're not good at fantasy. And I apologize if this is not entertaining for people who don't know what fantasy football is. Uh, it's not about fantasy. It's about the people that play fantasy. And, uh, you know, this this guy, Dame, do you know anybody that ever wanted to change their name to Robin? There's nothing wrong with the name Robin. I'm saying if you weren't already God-given, if you know, not God-given, but parent-given, if, if, you, if your name didn't... <laughs> I can't even get this thought out. If you were not named Robin by a parent, man or woman... Nobody changes their name to Robin. Nobody. This guy wanted to change his name to Robin. At least he stayed manly enough to keep his name Danny, but he did change it to Nottingham. Robin of Danny of Nottingham. How does that? Robin Hood's from Loxley. Robin Hood of Loxley. Man, I don't know. I haven't watched that movie. Last time I attempted to watch it was the Kevin Costner version, and that came out like 1990, and I tried to watch it about, I don't know, I don't know, a year ago. Um, but do you notice, like, when you try to go back and watch those old movies, um, like the letterbox? Is that what I think that's what they're called, the letterbox movies? Because now they're widescreen and they fill the screen and, uh, you know, it's 4K and, and, it's, and it looks good and, and all that. You, you try to watch those old square TV boxes. I, I can't even watch old movies. I don't know. Because movies now are so crystal clear with the quality of them. And when you go see an old picture tube and then you hook up a VCR and, and put a tape in and you see what it looks like, it's almost like, did my eyes not work back then? You literally couldn't even see people's faces. You could just see like an outline of a body. You could hear the dialogue. You couldn't see their face. Like it was so... um What's the word? Fuzzy? It was so fuzzy. Man, TV sucked back then. Oh, sucks just as bad as Nottingham at football. Listen, everybody. Um, I, I uh, love everybody. Um, thanks for listening. I, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't even know. I... <laughs> when I, you know, when I come up here, I have a general idea of what I'm going to talk about. And literally, I, uh, Outside of me talking about Nottingham, I don't even know where it came from. I uh, love everybody. Uh, have a good week. Um, yeah, man, that's it.